0: it's the showdown of the century in this episode of geek this yeah dc comics versus marvel comics but it's the 1996 event Hey, welcome back to geek this my name is dave clements and joining me for this episode and hopefully more in the future is my favorite co-host mr david hunt
1: hello everyone i've missed you dearly <laughs>
0: <laughs> um so as i said in the little pre-opening um we're gonna be tackling the 1996 mini series that says it is the showdown of the century where DC Comics Heroes versus and Villains challenged Marvel Comics Heroes and Villains. It's complicated.
1: It is. Um, it's very complicated. Okay,
0: okay, so let's kind of start talking about the the story, if you can remember... Which part of the story? So, like the beginning. Yeah, kind of, Let's start at the beginning. Why in the world this happened? Because um, I think growing up, even though I was alive in '96, mm-hmm. I wasn't so into comics that I have that I actually even knew this was going on. Um, so, I think a lot of other people are that way. So, let's kind of set up the story for how it all started. So, um,
1: well, as far as like behind the scenes like there there had been like smaller crossovers between DC and Marvel in the past um, but it was usually just like one of the Marvel characters um, like meeting up and teaming up with one of the DC characters and it was just sort of like little like one-off stories um, but there had never before this as far as I know been any like big crossovers like this um, so it, it's really interesting that they would do it this way um and as far as like the story itself it kicks off like in issue one without really explaining a whole lot and
0: it's really confusing
1: uh, yeah like superheroes and supervillains just start like disappearing Right. And then reappearing... It's
0: almost like the Left Behind series, but with superheroes. Right. Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Only the good ones <laughs> got taken. The rest were left behind. Dun, dun, dun. Um, yeah, so when you start with issue one, people just start disappearing. And you probably... It's been a while since I've read all of the issues. Mm. It's been a couple of weeks. You just read them today?
1: Yeah, just reread them. I've, I had read them in the past, but... I remember not really liking them very much, so I um, hadn't read them in quite a while. So I just reread them earlier today as we record this. Um, so they're semi-fresh in my mind.
0: Yeah, but it's not until, like, toward the middle to end of issue one, of four, It's a four-part miniseries, and it's not till toward the end of issue one that you start figuring out what's going on.
1: Well, even then, it's like a brief glimpse of what's actually happening yeah um for most of issue one you're just seeing these people disappearing
0: mm-hmm.
1: and um then in issue two uh and then uh, oh, at, at the end of issue one they have um like a, a poll that you can take right which is where the whole the whole thing is pretty much based around um, Marvel versus DC, obviously, yeah. or DC versus Marvel, depending on which issue you're reading. <laughs> right, right. Because uh, depending on who published it, that's who whose name was in front.
0: Right, and uh, it was the whole point of this was fan interaction for fans to speak up because the I, I think they explained it in the first issue, but who, whichever side, whichever universe, comic mm-hmm. universe wins, um, the other one is destroyed. Right. So whichever one loses is destroyed. They don't exist anymore. Right, because you would think they'd be like,
1: "Well, this is stupid. Like, we're we're two superheroes that are good guys. Like, why <laughs> would we fight each other?" Right. It's like, "Well, if you don't fight, then you're both going to be doomed."
0: Right. So it was very much a contest of champions. Right. Before contest of champions, maybe, or after. I think it was after. Uh, yeah, but this time they took both The big two, if you will, and put them head to head. Um, So, yeah, so when you kind of follow through with the story, you realize that the big two are represented by these two... Um, the brothers. brothers
1: and that's really all they described in A as. red one and a blue one right the brothers was pretty much the only description we got right and they're pretty much godlike characters mm-hmm. that are like superior to the gods of these universes mm-hmm. um, that really like represent the two universes I outside of this one story uh-huh. This makes no sense.
0: It still makes no sense. Right. It still it still
1: makes no sense. But like, if you read it as like one self-contained self-contained sto- story, yeah. you can sort of like okay, whatever. Like I sort of get this, but it really, it's really stretching. Yeah, because like,
0: and I think what is it? They the only reason that these the two. Universe, comic universes kind of collide is because the brothers see n- each other. notice each other <laughs> like oh hey you're right there <laughs> it is so like I mean it doesn't make sense outside it, it, of the it story it would be that...
1: like if we're both looking that way so our universes are separate and then we both happen to like turn and look at each other like wait a and minute say, wait a second
0: And my heroes fight your heroes we're, boom done we're both in, we're both here yeah, yeah. I I guess that.
1: Okay, the story um, is these two brothers that represent the two universes uh, were they were made like a long time ago, and um, they slowly uh, forgot each other or something like that, and then now that they've remembered each other, the universes are starting to. To overlap, so that's why you have all of these um, superheroes like disappearing and reappearing right. because they're creating. They're pretty much combining the two right. universes. Oh. It's at first when you read it, it it makes it seem like these heroes are like disappearing and going to the other universe, right? But it's more of it's they're starting merging. to merge. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's what I was getting ready to say. Was it? It's weird at first because they disappear. And they they seem, you know, Marvel seems to go to DC and vice versa. Mm-hmm. And then you realize, oh, J. Jonah Jameson owns the Daily Planet now. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was the first part to me that was like, what's
1: going on? Right. Because right. it wasn't like he just appeared and was like, <laughs> like oh, where am I? Yeah, he
0: knew what he was like, doing. He knew exactly he what, knew what he, he was doing. He was in charge, so him and Perry White were... were Fighting each other uh, essentially, yeah. um, and it's it's really it's really confusing, and that was the whole reason I wanted to bring it up because it's like this untapped of comic book history, uh, untapped piece of comic book history for me because I'd never read it. Um, a couple of years ago, as part of the podcast initiative that we did with Strangers and Aliens and um, the Sci Fi Christian and some other podcasts. Um, we talked about the Amalgam universe, Amalgam Comics, where they took Bruce Wayne and Captain America and merged them into one character. I had no idea until, um, looking back at the Amalgam research, mm-hmm. that this is really where it started. Yeah,
1: yeah, that all s- spins out of this story. Right,
0: and it happens between issues two and three, uh, I think... I've- or maybe it's it, in it's, issue three. It's,
1: I think it's like late in issue three, going into issue four. Yeah. Um because yeah, since the, the brothers
0: It's complicated Since That's the
1: brothers <laughs> um notice each other, uh there are two like entities within the the different universes that are supposed to be The balance. Like the balance, which is uh who was it? Was it the the Spectre?
0: yeah they had the and Spectre the living and... tribunal, right,
1: yeah, right. um, so they were supposed to be like the balance that like represented these two brothers, sort of mm-hmm. um, and so they were trying to keep these brothers from like pretty much destroying these universes or uh, or something like that, so they reached across and they like grabbed each other to form one universe, yeah and that's when all of the different heroes like came together and became the amalgam universe. Right.
0: I'm so glad that you you you're getting this straight because I had it straight until we decided to sit down and talk about it. It made <laughs> sense until we started giving it a voice. To
1: be fair, I literally just read this today.
0: <laughs> I should have looked over it again. Um so yeah, I mean, kind of, we're kind of moving pretty quickly through it. So, um We'll kind of step back real quick. You have Marvel heroes taking on DC heroes. You have this...
1: poll And villains.
0: Right, and the villains. I keep forgetting about that. Um, but you have this poll that was in the back of the first issue where essentially, because this is the way comics were done at the time, you would cut that pole out, check off the boxes of who you think would win in a fight. Um, and I don't remember... What some of them were? um.
1: There were uh, a lot because I think it was it it was issue three where all these fights happened. What well the majority of the fights happened in issue three, and because they had so many fights, all the fights were like really short. You know, it was like oh this person is fighting this person. For instance, Wonder Woman is fighting Storm, and it's like a page and a half. And that's it. That's the whole fight. Yeah,
0: it went really, really quick. And I think it was very much they hadn't totally thought this through. And, if I mean, if we really, really wanted to, we could go through every single fight. You know, you have Thor versus Shazam. Who would win and why? We could do that. But there are other podcasts and YouTube channels that do that. I don't want to get into that.
1: Which, at the time, Shazam was still... and Sh- Shazam... Uh, was still called Captain right. Marvel. Yeah. So I don't know why they didn't use this opportunity to make
0: Captain Marvel versus Captain Marvel. Like that. That would have made more sense. Anyway, that doesn't matter. <laughs> right. But Okay, wh- so while we're talking about, about Shazam and Thor, how 90s was Thor's costume? Because you're a huge Thor guy.
1: I, I really enjoy Thor, yes.
0: That was like um, the worst costume I've ever I, seen. I it was very
1: different i um I know that in all access which we'll talk about maybe for a minute yeah uh, here a little bit later in all access Thor was in it and he had the mullet
0: mm-hmm.
1: um so it was like weird
0: like mullet Thor uh yeah, it just—I don't know. Like, it, it was fun to kind of go back twenty years, was it? Yeah, twenty years, and and see the art style and. Yeah. Um, I guess that's another thing is, and we're jumping around because this story makes about as much sense as we're making. Um, but so that it was written obviously by a Marvel guy and a DC guy. You had Peter David and Ron Mars who wrote. Now. I still know who Peter David is. I've read some of his stuff.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Ron Mars, I, I'm starting to wonder if he had a job <laughs> after this series in series All Access. I, I haven't looked it up. But I think that was a huge thing. I, if they were to, well, you know, let's not go there yet. This, this series mm-hmm. was not good.
1: Yeah, it definitely felt like something that could be good, but yeah. it felt very. The biggest thing is it felt very rushed.
0: Yeah, it was very like, forced. Th-
1: there was there was so much going on in such a short amount of mm-hmm. time. You know, they could have made this like if it was good, something this big, they could have made this like a twelve issue miniseries,
0: which would be amazing. Which would which could have been a lot better because you actually could have dedicated an issue to each fight. Right. Um. They just. And I guess here's the thing. I don't like when they do the the fan interaction. Like the voting type yeah. stuff? Yeah, I mean, you have where they kill Jason Todd, and that has mm-hmm. turned out to be a good thing mm-hmm. in comics with um, Red Hood and everything. But this, it's a mess. Because yeah. looking at it 20 years in the future, mm-hmm. it's just... You knew that each writer was writing their own thing, mm-hmm. and then the editors were editing their own thing. And then you had like one like master editor that was like, I kinda like this and I kinda like that and he just kinda mushed them together and yeah. and like you said, the the way that things were laid out, you only had two to four panels for the majority of the fights. Now mm-hmm. you had like Thor and Shazam, they fought, or Captain Marvel, they fought for a couple of pages, and I don't. But it it wasn't interesting enough. Um, And I guess that's where um, to kind of introduce access to this. They created um, Peter David and um, Ron Mars. They created Access as a character Mm -hmm. um, to kind of play both sides, so he was kind of the one that you were rooting for, and I didn't even realize that he was an important character until it was almost over, Um, to where he actually brought everything back to where it should have been. He separated the Amalgam universe, and then set DC and Marvel.
1: To be fair, he didn't realize he was an important character until it was almost over. Right. Right, because at first he was just like some random guy that was walking down the street, mm-hmm. and he saw this glowing cardboard, cardboard box <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> gloating. He's like, what the heck is this? <clears throat> and then that old like hobo guy was yeah, like, "You're like, hey. who's this guy?" <laughs>
0: um, I it, again, it felt really rushed, and I i wanted to be impressed with it, mm-hmm. um, but I wasn't. Uh, but you have Access, and after DC vs. Marvel, mm-hmm. they did a, a four-issue mini series called All Access, where Access... Because I actually just read all of that today. Um, it's really goofy. Um, but he ends up... They're almost like secondary adventures with Access and... The characters that appeared in um, in the DC versus Marvel book, um, so he gets he in the first issue of All Access, he kind of has this vision, and it sounds to me like nobody's supposed to remember that there was ever. this weird conflict
1: that they don't remember the amalgam stuff so like true so like he he, they remember like when the whole crossover thing happened in this they remember that but they don't remember being combined with these other characters okay so that entire time where like deathclaw where wolverine and batman were Mm -hmm. together they don't remember that right um but they do remember interacting with each other. they do remember the whole event. Um, right. It shows that like um, like certain characters that interacted with access in the DC versus Marvel or Marvel versus DC uh, crossover um, they remember meeting access right uh, So like they know that it happened they just, don't remember that that whole amalgam thing happened, yeah. Uh, so and a- access this whole thing is he's trying to prevent that from happening again,
0: yeah.
1: Because, um, if there's too much crossover between the two worlds,
0: yeah, If then if the a brothers character- will
1: notice each other again,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. If a Marvel character spends too much time in a DC universe, then you might have this merge again, and so, um venom ends up hanging out in the dc universe and superman gets involved and spider-man ends up Mm -hmm. coming over and gets involved and i actually if i were to compare dc versus marvel to all access i think i enjoyed all access more and i wish that's what the DC versus Marvel thing would have
1: been. And I, I will agree with you there, and I'll tell you why. Um, and this is one reason I think that DC versus Marvel was lackluster. I think that when that was written, it was an afterthought. I Because th- it, it feels like it was really written around creating... The uh, reason to create the Amalgam stuff. Yeah. Um, I don't even know if I'm saying that right.
0: But Doesn't it, matter. Somebody will correct us, Right.
1: sure. Anyway... Um, it feels like the whole reason behind it was to, so they could create these books. Because there were more Amalgam comics yeah. than there were in this miniseries. Mm-hmm. So it feels like they were putting so much into that. They're like, well, let's do this Marvel versus DC thing as, a, as, as, a as like a door. Yeah. That way people weren't just like, oh, why are they crossing these characters over right. for no random reason? Well, and reason.
0: that was the thing. I enjoyed the novelty of what Amalgam was. Yeah, because it was cool to see your two, two, two of your favorite characters combined. But yeah, they totally dropped the ball on DC versus Marvel, um, and so then you have Amalgam, which I enjoyed, and I actually, as goofy as All Access was, I mm-hmm. liked it.
1: Yeah, it wasn't bad.
0: I don't think I don't want any more of it. But
1: there was more, and which. I I only read part of the first issue before we had to start recording, um, and uh, David, you said you didn't even realize there was another <laughs> no, one. No, um, but there was a, another series after All Access called Unlimited Access.
0: Now, so, how, do you know how long after all of this? Because the DC versus Marvel is '96, All Access is an early '97.
1: I'm. I'm sure it was probably ninety eight. <laughs> okay, I. I don't know off. The, like,
0: I don't know for sure, but it, it's just so. It's weird, and I guess my thing, the reason why I wanted to experience it, and the reason I want to talk about it is, as fans of both universes. Mm-hmm. I mean, I am much more of a de- or of a Marvel comics. Fan.
1: And I, I grew up mainly Marvel comics as well. I, but especially since Rebirth started, mm-hmm. I've definitely been enjoying DC more than more. Like recently, yeah, I've definitely, definitely been enjoying DC more.
0: So I guess my reason behind really bringing this whole thing up is: as fans, do we want to see? And I, I highly doubt it will happen. You and I talked a little bit about how. It probably won't happen given the state of comic book films and superhero films, as well as the comics themselves. Um, do you want to see something like this happen again? I, I think if they
1: were to do something like this again, they need to definitely do a better job at it. Mm-hmm. You know, um, They need to think about it a little bit more before they just rush into it, because this felt very rushed. You know, it, it felt, it,
0: you wanted it to be over. Yeah. Right after it right. started.
1: Or you, or you wanted it to get better. You like every yeah. issue, like you would read it thinking like, well, maybe this will be better than the last one.
0: Yeah. Um, I, I agree. I, I've always liked, like when we discovered the amalgam mm-hmm. universe, which before that episode, I never knew it existed. Um, I thought that was really, really cool. And if they had to do the, the DC vs. Marvel thing again, mm-hmm. just to do amalgam books for a year, I'd totally be okay with it. But like you said, they need to do it right. And I would actually like them to look at the power sets of people. Yeah, I think maybe, for me, one of the best fights in that series was Namor and Aquaman because they were equally matched. Mm-hmm. So you really got to see, okay, who really is the King of Atlantis? Here? Right.
1: Um, or like Flash and Quicksilver.
0: Yeah. There were some fights that made sense. And then there were others that.
1: Well, like, like um, Superman and Hulk. Right. It was like just because. Just because they're, they're strong. They're strong. You know, they're Big guys, me big. <laughs> Except at that time, he was Bruce Banner in Hulk. Well, that, well, that's another thing that we can sort of talk about, is um, one of the few few things that they did in these comics that was actually kind of neat was they did implement what was going on, like, currently in the comics into these comics. That's consoles.
0: true, true. We had Mullet, Mullet Superman.
1: Right. Uh, and then um, we had... Um, Bruce Banner as the Hulk. So right, so he, he was wasn't, smart. Right, he was, like, smart Hulk. He wasn't this, like, Me
0: Hulk! Hulk! smash, right. Hulk smash!
1: Right, and, like, and he was actually fully
0: clothed. Right.
1: You know? And then uh, you had um, Ben Riley as Spider-Man.
0: Yeah, which I I love. I mean, I'm not... I'm not a huge fan of the whole clone saga mm-hmm. or or whatever, but I think that was a nice touch that you can look back and see where comics were at Mm. at the time
1: yeah because it could have been very easy for them to just be like okay regular peter parker spider-man that's the one that most people are familiar with
0: let's just use that right well and then when all access came out you i assume were back with peter as spider-man because there's just kind of this back and forth between access and spider-man where spider-man is in his original costume Mm -hmm. it doesn't look like because ben riley's spider-man costume had like the actual like the gauntlet web shooters yeah um so he looked different and i think it was black and not blue with his outfit i don't remember regardless he was back in his regular outfit and they have a little banter um yeah so i don't know I don't think I'd ever I'd recommend this to anybody. I mean, if you're really into comic book history, then maybe you know that you need to know that it happened. I guess.
1: Yeah, but if you um, if you're just if you're just like a casual comic book reader, uh, you could probably skip this because it doesn't really add anything to your everyday comic book reading. No. Um, <laughs> which if. If they had made this a bigger deal and had like tied it into some of the like ongoing books, which that I found out when I was doing research for our recording, um, that there was one book that was outside of this whole crossover thing oh, right. that actually had like a little snippet from this, and that was uh, there was an issue of the Green Lantern where at the beginning of it, um, Access the guy from this whole crossover. Um, he shows up at the beginning of it, and he's like, he talks to uh, Jade in that issue, and he's like, hey, where's the Green Lantern? And she's like, I don't know. <laughs> and he's like, well, fine, I'm going to go find that guy with the surfboard, which he, he's talking about the Silver Surfer, but he can't say the Silver Surfer because of copyright issues. Right. Um, but that was, as far as I've read, that was the only thing outside of these crossover books. Mm that Access appeared in. Yeah. They've never used him <clears throat> since, besides all Access and Unlimited Access.
0: Right. I think that would be a really cool thing, is to kind of, somewhere, sometime, is to bring Access back, kind of as a background character, so they make reference to him, almost like a cameo, mm-hmm. and then he becomes more of a character, and then this happens again.
1: It'd be neat. Maybe in the far future. Right now, DC's got their handful trying to... Right. Trying to merge the pre-New 52 with the current... uh, (laughs) Right. With with Watchmen. Yeah,
0: yeah. So, um, again, I don't recommend this unless you're, like, really, really interested in comic book history. Um, But... Yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't regret reading it. I yeah. think it's fun to, to know. A, and it is a quick read. Yeah, you know, a because total it, of eight issues. Right, if even you, if you were to read all three
1: miniseries, uh, you have 12 issues. Right. Real quick, you can bang that
0: out in an hour. Right, right. Um, so, yeah, if you decide you want to check that out um, and you do read it, let us know. Um you can find the show notes for this episode at geekthispodcast.com slash sixty one. And um yeah, we'll have show notes and links to anything that we talked about that we could get our hands on and all that jazz. Um but unless you have something to add, I think that's gonna do it.
1: I don't think so. Um we are trying to make sure to put episodes out on a more regular basis. Yeah so as as you notice, um this is just within a couple of weeks of when the last episode came out. So, um, I know we're going to try to keep that up. Uh, so, no more three-month-long breaks.
0: <laughs> or a or year. <laughs> year-long breaks. Um,
1: uh, I won't be able to make it all the time uh, just because of different scheduling and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, when I'm not able to make it, uh, Mr. Clements here will definitely be pumping those episodes out, but I'm going to try to make it as often as
0: possible. Yeah. Um, I'm glad that you came back for an episode. Hopefully more than just one.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm going to try <laughs> to be here as often as ever. You know, guys, never to be seen again.
0: <laughs> right. But this is the last one. No. Uh, now I... I enjoy doing episodes with the two of us, and really, anybody that has been on the show, um, it's always... It's always more fun for me to kind of have a dialogue with somebody, um, and I assume that everybody else enjoys those episodes more. But, um, yeah, also, you know, um, hit us up on Facebook, um, which, of course, the links are in, in the show notes. But Facebook, I'm on Twitter, at Mr. Dave Clements, and Instagram, the same. And just hit me up and let me know of more things that you want us to talk about as we kind of ramp up more episodes. Um, I've done the math, and it's really sad that it will have been five years that it's, since I started the podcast. We've only done, as of right now, 61 episodes. That's one episode a month for the past five years. It's really sad. It is sad, but at the same time, I thought it would be less. <laughs> <laughs> well, considering our first episode never actually happened, right? So, I I think I I
1: first showed up on wasn't like episode three. No,
0: no. Uh, uh, you were like four or
1: five. Four or five. I knew it was. Yeah, it was. It was in the first. Within first the first few, ten. Yeah. yeah.
0: But. No, I, I really enjoy doing this show, especially with, with David and
1: um, now does that sixty one count zero and um, was wasn't there a negative one or I
0: think there was like a zero zero and a zero one, like a point zero zero and a point zero one. I don't remember. I know one of them made it as an official sorry, oh,
1: okay, we need to wrap this up. I, I keep
0: rambling. <laughs> All right, so thank you guys again so much for listening to the podcast. Um, If we missed anything, remember to check out the show notes. Hit us up on social media, and we will talk to you guys in two weeks. Remember, episodes are released every other Wednesday. All right, talk to you guys later. Thanks so much.